Danielle, what's our podcast called again? Do we have a specific Trending name? Upwards. Trending upwards. Is that yeah. what we're called? Do we not have our own like special name or not? That's our name. Trending upwards. Cool. That's the isn't it? That's the SEO gang. I thought we had something a bit cooler than that. I think Andrew made it. Turning out was is cool. Sorry, Andrew, if you listen to this. Right, well, welcome back to Trending Upwards. Um, this is our, is this our third podcast? I think it's our third. Yeah, it is. Third yeah, podcast. Oh, so, yeah, um, yeah, I think so. Production value is not as high on this one, unfortunately, because uh, some of us are working remotely, some of us are in the office, and Jonathan isn't here to set up the cameras for us as well, so um, we're in separate meeting rooms at the moment. Yeah. Um, but today, I thought I thought it'd be useful um, to have a chat about thin content, really. So it was something that uh, was brought up with a client yesterday. Um, they were looking to upload uh, a very, very large number of pages to their site all at once. Um, and I was a little bit concerned about the quality of these pages. Um, and from from their point of view, they were like, what harm can it do? Uh, you know, let's just upload them, see what happens. It's not going to do any harm. If it does do any harm, we'll just take them down. Everything will be fine. Um, they even suggested creating another subdomain just to chuck these on. That, and we're under the impression that it would it would rank kind of immediately. Um, and get them lots of traffic. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to get you guys on the call really and just to see if it's, I guess, have you had this challenge with clients in the past about educating them about what thin content is um, and just kind of what your your opinions are on, on the subject as well? It's um, the, the, the key issue with for me with thin content is that uh, this content uh, has very limited value regardless of you know what you actually uh, produce um, I've seen it used in the past it is an old tactic and it is an old tactic that was successful but we're talking 10 15 years ago when it was successful Google's moved on tremendously since then uh, there's no way in a million years that I would recommend it for clients now uh, and the reasoning behind that is because, uh, quite simply, the amount of effort and time that it takes to do it isn't worth the return. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's like you just litter in the internet, isn't it? You're just throwing loads of stuff out there that isn't useful. Well, Google doesn't like it. And the other thing to remember as well with thin stroke duplicate content is the, there is no such thing as a penalty for that. Uh, the truth of the matter is that Google just ignores that content. So what's the point of making it? If There's no point investing time and effort in something that A, is not going to value, uh, give any value to your customers or, or your visitors, and B, won't even get indexed or, or saved in, in the Google database. So it's not going to get found anywhere. So those are two key things, really, within content uh, and, and the reasoning behind it. I mean, I've worked in the past uh, with clients as well. The, 
a perfect example of, of, of why thin content doesn't work or boilerplate. Some people call it boilerplate. It's basically, it's just the same content with a few changes. Originally, when Google wasn't that clever, uh, what they would do is uh, they would use the keywords that are included in the URL and on the page in order to determine where it should appear. And it worked, and, and using boilerplate or thin content worked extremely well for geo-targeted stuff. Uh, when we talk about that, you know, we're talking about, say, for example, um, divorce solicitors in Blackburn, Bolton, uh, Preston, Clitheroe, whatever, and that was really um, that was really successful, to be honest. Uh, but what we found was the, pro the the big problem, which which highlighted the issues of you know uh, user experience, really was that. These sites that add hundreds and hundreds of pages for each of the towns and the cities and, and the areas in um, the UK, they would suddenly get uh, a phone call uh, for, um, for example, for divorce solicitors. And the phone call would be in Surrey and they were based in Blackburn. Now, they can't, they can't do anything about that. They can't honour that. So what's the point of having content? Uh, to drive business to your site, which isn't going to give you the the relevant returns, um, so that's one of the one of the reasons why you know the content that we write has to be extremely relevant to the individuals that we're, we're targeting. Um, yeah. I've, I've, I've recently experienced that actually with a, a friend of mine who's a landscape gardener, and uh, he was saying like, "Oh, I'm doing a few bits of you know a few web bits for my clients." Yeah. He was like, "We've actually got loads of." Uh, kind of local subdomains that they're creating. So, you know, surrey.website, things like that. Yeah. Putting all this local content and trying to get them to, uh, and getting them to rank. And I was like, why? Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. they, can only they can only service a small area. And it's a very manipulative tactic. Yeah. You know, which could get you in, in trouble as well. So. It, yeah, the risk reward, reward isn't isn't there for me. And um... well, I mean, um, following on from that, my nephew is into he's a landscape gardener, and um, he, he's realised you know that uh, that tactic doesn't work. Um, he, he he looked at it, and like I said, the problem was that you know there's only there's only him on his own, and he can't really service any further than the Oldham area really so what that means is that there's no point in him trying to target other areas or other services that he can't do mm. that's pointless doing that uh so the, he did the flip side and he went hyper local mm. and when we talk about hyper local we're talking about you know just a very specific area he just started advertising in the local newspapers mm -hmm. and in the local magazines and consequently he's got enough work for himself yeah. to keep himself busy so you've got to look at that and what what i'm trying to say with that really is that you need to understand your client base and where they're based and what you can do with those uh what you can do with those clients successfully yeah, yeah. No, being I, realistic yeah i agree with you guys i think we wouldn't recommend putting loads of pages but with thin content. I've been in a situation where we've not built a website, but we've had it with pages with not a lot of content on. So you've done your keywords, you've done your on-page optimization, you've done a bit of internal linking, you've done everything you think you can with the H1s, etc. But if you compare to the competitors, you're never going to outrank them with 
little content of no mm. value. You need to be that authority and um, yeah. the go-to page for whatever the service is. So it is tricky and you can recommend it and we can obviously book it in with content, but um, you can't really make much movements until mm. you've got a full page of value. Mm. It's not even just crap on the page either. It needs to be valuable. Exactly. You know what we're talking about? Very specific, better than what else is out there. To, to rank well, there's the, there's the idea of this, uh, there's the idea of the skyscraper model, isn't there, that's used yeah. in SEO, which is, you know, look at the, identify the keywords that you want to rank for, identify those sites that are ranking for those keywords, and essentially build better content than they've got. Mm -hmm. That that's It's as simple as that. Yeah. And, and yeah. that, uh, the time and effort that you spend doing that, it's much more valuable than you'll ever spend doing 200 pages of thin content. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you're going to get conversions from that. You're never going to get a conversion from a, a, a very thin piece of content. Yeah, that's that's kind of the, the, the challenge I had with the client yesterday. It was kind of trying to educate them on what quality content is. Mm. Um, and, and with a lot of these pages, um, like you said earlier, um, Adrian, they were essentially boilerplate. And they were almost just changing the city or, mm. or country name out within the piece, and the content was quite generic. In their in their opinion, um, the content was good. You yeah, know, these were going to be pillar pages, mm. um, which are going to be supported by other content. And I was like, mm. I, I pre you know you appreciate that they might think that this content is good. However, in Google's eyes. You know, it's not unique enough. It doesn't add enough value. Yeah. And also, second to that, it's targeting a lot of keywords which weren't relevant to them. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's... there's no point ranking for keywords that aren't relevant or aren't going to bring you enough traffic uh, Yeah. aren't going to convert. Well, you will, regardless of whether you want it or not, you will rank for keywords that you don't want to. Yeah. That's just mm -hmm. the nature of Google because of the way it's built it's built so that you know it targets those keywords so you will find when you look through your keyword ranking uh stuff that you uh through your reports and that you'll find that you know why am i ranking for this well it's because you've got the keyword on this certain page in google it triggers certain things within google that makes it rank you in a specific position for that um but yeah i think that the thing to like you said that the, the thing is reminding people that content you know quality content is far more important than than in than having lots of content i mean that 10 15 years ago it was almost like a real estate thing where we look at it from the principle of uh, the more pages you've got the more chance you have of being found mm -hmm. but google is the algorithms moved on that much uh, and it's it's involving ai now and it's almost so much more sophisticated that it doesn't need a huge amount of pages it just needs the relevant content the valuable content that people are searching for uh, and that's the important thing to, to stress with clients and a lot of clients struggle to understand that you know we don't need as many pages mm -hmm. and we don't sometimes we don't need as much traffic it's the quality of the traffic as well and the quality of the content that drives the success of a site yeah. that's it and i think especially when you uh, you know the the term kind of content is king and 10x content and things like that they, they get banded around a lot and i think um especially what what i found helpful on the call yesterday was um but some of the keywords that we were looking at i was like look let's take a look on the call let's have a look at what's ranking in the top three positions 
let's have a look at their content how are they supporting mm. that content and what you'd find in the for the most competitive keywords they've got a really valuable guys they've got yeah. amazing exactly graphics. it's a really well designed page mm. uh, they've got great videos and then those pages are supported by by five or six other mm. pages as well yeah. so it's just kind of trying to educate the client yeah this is quality content. You know, we want to make something better than that, but this is what Google sees as quality. Yeah. You know, just having a long generic boilerplate page, mm. whilst that whilst that would have ranked, like you said, that would have ranked 10 years ago and it mm. would have ranked really well. But it's not it's not going to cut the mustard yeah. anymore. I mean the thing um the thing to remember with you know like with, with content is that um you're not just answering one question from a, a one piece of searcher intent what you're actually looking at is when somebody looks for a specific thing uh, google is not just looking for that term it's looking for the relevant terms around it and the relevant answers and questions around it uh, that's part of the reason why the, the you know they, they've moved towards the new updates the ai ones like bert which is um, ai and also mum which is the new new very latest one within the last month and what it's trying to do with those algorithms is understand searcher intent but also try and understand future searcher intent mm -hmm. and that's an important thing that's why content uh, that's why uh, stuff like HubSpot, you know, with the content, with the cluster pages and the pillars works so well because you're not just answering the initial question or search intent. What you're doing is you're bringing them to a site where they've got answers to the other questions that they're going to be asking at some point in the future. Yeah. Um, that's why when you look in Google at the moment, well, you look in Google, you've got that section that people also ask because that's, that's a throwback to when they used to um when it wasn't as sophisticated the 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 um the algorithm and when it wasn't as sophisticated it thought right we'll answer that question but we know they're going to want to know the answers to these other questions in relation to that mm -hmm. um and and that's the thing that google's doing now and that's why uh when we produce quality content like i said guides that's why guides work so well mm -hmm. and also when you answer all those questions um yeah. I think when you just do the page of the thing content on, all it kind of does is triggers all the SEO tools as a duplicate, and then you're working through it all. And the main problem is it thinks the tools think it's the same page, so Google will probably think it's the same page in a duplicate and not prioritize yeah. it over other things. So it is a waste of time. Mm. <laughs> I mean, initially, well, essentially, sorry, not initially, Google wants people who visit the uh google search engine to have the best experience possible yeah. the best way for that awesome. to happen is to have the content um uh, that's valuable but also have the answers to other questions as well yeah. so that's why boilerplate doesn't work anymore because they're landing on an individual page but they're not finding any other content around it yeah they want to please the user don't they so the user yeah. can keep i mean there was there was an attempt to, to fix that like t 10 years ago with seo when what people would do is they would add extra content on the bottom of the page so for example if it was a geotagged piece of content they start writing about clitheron all about the things in clitheron what's you know uh, there's a castle and all this sort of stuff at the bottom but that's not relevant yeah, that's content not for the sake of content yeah, it's just yeah. content exactly for the sake of it. Beat, isn't it yeah and the thing to remember as well you've got to remember with content is 
Content costs money. Yeah. Whether it's good content or bad content, it's always going to cost you money. Mm -hmm. So why, why, why in the world would you ever write bad content yeah. when you can write good content? So you need good copywriters to write that content. You know, if you're paying a premium for it, that's fine because over time you're going to get that money back. Yeah. Because you're going to get the traffic back. If you go out and say, right, uh, let, let's have 200 pages all the same, uh, it's just going to take as much effort to load yeah. those up and to build those pages as it is to create one piece of 1,500 word content. Uh, and the thing is, as well, you will never, ever get a share of thing content. Yeah. You'll never, you never get a link share or you'll never get a social share off it. With your um, content, it doesn't immediately rank as well. So you want to spend the time to get it amazing, wait probably six months and then hopefully you'll be the best. But I think because there is a way, it's worth investing at the start mm. that it's amazing and you back, you're backing it and you continuously improve it exactly. to, yeah. to get ahead of the competition, really. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that kind of that goes back to the, the, the client that I was dealing with yesterday. I said, look, let's, let's break this down into chunks. We'll break it down over the year. What we're going to do is we're going to go through each country page and we're going to make sure that they're the best they can be. If, 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 if I think that these pages are thin you know or are going to flag any algorithmic issues we book it in with our writers and we'll get it rewritten and yeah. we're going to do it right from the start you yeah. know because the worst thing the worst thing you can do is rush everything dump all these pages on the site really low quality you know mm. and just start getting affected by panda or things like that you know it, it, it's not worth the risk mm. and, yeah. then, and they and then they suggested so sort of, as, as i said earlier putting it on subdomain surely the rank and it's like it, it's it doesn't work like that anymore unfortunately you can't mm. just uh, put a site up put a bit of content you automatically rank on on page one mm. um mm. yeah you know with low right. quality links that are it's, paid for somewhere you know that you've bought off, off it, it may it may work at hyper local level mm. but you know, um, if you're an international client or a national client, it's it's, it's yeah. not going to work the same. Um, yeah. That's it. You kind of find that sometimes, I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen it as well, when you look at a lot of the, the local listings, that, that sometimes the, the quality isn't as good, is it, really? Yeah. And those not-so-competitive keywords. Yeah. But the flip side of that is that it might be, uh, it might be ranking well because Google's no choice. There is no other content yeah. in relation to that, yeah. uh, but you will always notice that even though there's, it might you might have the only piece of content. Google My Business will always appear above it. Mm. You know, and the thing is, the clients aren't in it day to day. They hear the odds, yeah. but it's it is for us to push back if we think it isn't of value because you'd hate mm. them to waste a year and not get anything from it, and then the results are a nightmare. And it yeah, it's a bit on us like we're kind of accountable. So it's definitely educating like you said at the start and yeah well it's our role to do that isn't it daniel mm -hmm. to to actually explain to clients why they should be doing this and why they shouldn't yeah. uh, and it's a constant changing process i mean we've yeah. seen two two major updates already this year from yeah. google and it's very much a case now that google uh, is constantly updating and, and making new iterations and changing things for different services as well not necessarily just for the whole of the internet it might be you know that it needs to change something for a specific um, uh, group of businesses 
yeah. uh, in order to to make them rank more effectively. But um, in terms of, like I said, going back to the idea of thin content, I would never ever recommend it for any of the clients going forward. Yeah. Uh, you need to look at quality content that will make a difference. Like I said, I've said it before. I mean people just don't link to thin content. They, they link to guides, they link to information that's relevant, that's really important. It's got to be up to date. That's the other yeah. problem. The other problem you've got with thin content is um, you've got 250 pages which rel relate to a specific service. What happens if you change something in that service or that service offering? You've got to change 250 pages. Yeah, and it's, it's a massive task. Is it what stage are they at? Are they at awareness? Are they at decision? It's not just we need content, is it? It's tailoring it as much as possible. Absolutely. To bring in the right people. So it is a lot to consider, and it probably is quite daunting yeah. for clients as well to know yeah. where to start with it all. So, um, yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely, I think I think after that phone call, they, they kind of, they definitely, um took on took on our opinions and um you know that they're, they're more than happy to do this in stages yeah i guess you know the reason we are an elite hubspot agency is because we are experts and we've got to tell clients you know if their seo is rubbish we need to tell them it's rubbish mm. however this is what we're going to do to fix it you know mm. and we and we have that plan with them yeah. um but I, I i think they always appreciate that especially when we're doing um web projects um you know some people can can be quite um direct about the issues but but again that's why people come to us you know we're the experts um yeah and uh, we've got to, we've got to protect ourselves as well and make sure that we have told them look this is we need to adhere to google guidelines this is the best way to um uh, to attack this uh this challenge um and and they can take that advice or or leave it but you know if they wanted to do well then then they should listen yeah. to it i mean i think the thing the last thing to take from this really in terms of thin content is being quite blunt don't do it because it's going to cost you money uh it's going to cost you time and at some point in the future it's going to be worth absolutely nothing yeah, yeah. Not you know, yeah, yeah, um, and does it? It may even cause you some heartache when you have to update 250 pages in the future, um, which is you know can happen. You know, I mean, I've seen it with legal services where they've used boilerplate, and then uh, the uh, SRA, the Solicitors Regulation Authority, said every single page that includes uh, information about divorce lawyers has to have our logo on it. So I had one client that had 80 odd pages that had to all be amended. Yeah. They, had to, they had to pay the developer to amend the footer on those pages, but they had to build a custom footer because they also had 90 pages on um, a completely different legal service. Yeah. yeah. So it cost them even more money in the long term and the, the pages weren't weren't doing anything. And in the end, they just pulled the pages down. Yeah. Because they just weren't doing anything for them. It's a lot of hours wasted, isn't it? And yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, and it just it just kind of leads us back to the, you know, take your time, seek an expert opinion, uh, and, and take that advice and, and make sure that the, the quality is content. Uh, 
the content is quality you know it's going to generate links in the long run uh, with a proper outreach program uh, and you are going and you are going to start ranking yeah um and i guess i guess if 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 anyone watching this um is kind of confused about thin content is my is my content thin um you know obviously drop any comments down uh below the video and we'll happily get in touch drop drop us an email as well um and someone someone can take a look for you and and give you some advice uh on what to do we'd we'd love to have a chat with you about your seo (laughs) <laughs> That's great. and content and ppc and uh, everything design, else yeah. everything we just so, want to make we just want to make the internet a better place that's it yeah that's that, going guys, i don't need to add anything you've sold it yeah okay i'm really hoping danielle have you been recording as well because you are definitely frozen on my screen and i'm really hoping you've just unfrozen <laughs> you've been fine all along on mine okay okay oh, maybe we should do that next time two records yeah, yeah. um hopefully uh it's um yeah not gonna be the case <laughs> not cool cool all right. Well, that was lovely. Um, Jonathan and Molly, when you're watching this, I hope it's really exciting. And, I hope uh, my face isn't frozen. If it is, yes. Can you unfreeze Danielle? Can thing. we like, can we like, sort of superimpose a face, <laughs> <laughs> like moving mouth? You can use my euros um, drawing. Dave did. Yes. Yeah. Should we just put the euros drawing up? Yeah, yeah. The, the Euro drawings. So I did. I, I'd looked at that thing. I thought it was like a bit of like a like a creepy dating app type thing, weren't it? Especially <laughs> <laughs> no, when Faisal was going out with Faisal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah but if you're watching this, Molly, wake up. <laughs> yeah, it's time to wake up now, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, okay. I'm boring you for the last half an hour. Yeah. All right, thanks, guys. Brilliant. Super. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you from the D22 SEO team. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Any questions? Drop them below, um, and we'll we'll get back in touch. Yeah.